Let the church say amen. amen. From the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 37. Jeremiah chapter 37. I want to consider verse 17. These are the words that you find. Then Zedekiah, the king, sent and took him out. And the king asked him secretly in his house and said, Is there any word from the Lord? And Jeremiah said, There is. That's enough right there. Is there any word from the Lord? And Jeremiah said, there he is. Anybody want to get an early shout in? That was a good place. That was a good place right there because there is a word from the Lord. No matter where you are right now, no matter what situation you're finding yourself in right now, I stand flat-footed assuring you that there is a word there's a word from the Lord and that's what I want to talk about today is there a word from the Lord over my career as a pastor God has opened many doors for me. He's given me many opportunities to say a word for him. And I, I, I need y'all to know that I, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for every God, every door that he has opened. I, I realize, brothers and sisters, that it's only because of his calling on my life that I have been afforded many opportunities. And I've been invited to many places where they would have never known my name were it not for his call and his anointing. But I've learned something over the years. I've learned something over the years. I've learned that although people invite you, and they genuinely desire you to come and be God's representative. They're proud to have you on the stage and glad to introduce you on the desk. They, they're glad that you're there. They want all of the people there to know that they have a connection with the faith community. They are glad that you're there. 
But I found out something. I have found that in many cases, although they are glad you're there, they invited you, they are treating you royalty, they have absolutely no desire to hear anything that God has to say. It's amazing. They, they've invited you. They're glad you're there. They know you're a preacher of the gospel. But the truth is, they don't want you talking that stuff up in there. I, I've, turned, I've turned down invitations. I've turned down invitations because people didn't realize that I can't be scripted. In other words, in other words, you can't invite me as one who speaks for God and then give me your script. You can't call me as somebody who represents God and then tell me what I can and what I can't say. No, you need to get somebody else. Huh? That, that's just not who I am. I, I have but one script. And that is, that is a word from the Lord. Jeremiah found himself, Jeremiah found himself in a situation, in this same situation, but we learn from him today. And if we study this word, we learn from, from Jeremiah that there is no wiggle room. You can't move this thing around. You've got to speak what God says speak. Follow me in this text. Follow me in the text. Follow me. The, the, the siege of Jerusalem has already started. Just like Jeremiah said it would. The siege has already started. And Jeremiah has been telling them that the, 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 the city was going to be seized. And that they were all going to be carried away into captivity. But now it is started. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has seized Jerusalem. And according to the word of God, he has taken away 10,000 of its citizens. He's taken them away into Babylonian captivity. Now let's look at who he took. He took the king, took the king's cabinet. And it took all the people of influence, people who were people of influence and all of the leaders. He took all of them away into captivity. He took everybody away that would pose a threat to what he was trying to accomplish. So he took them away first. 10,000 folk already in captivity. Nebuchadnezzar, once he got the leadership torn up and got them away into captivity, he, he, he appointed, he handpicked a new king for Jerusalem. And he handpicked this young boy, 21 years old. He handpicked a young man whose name was Mataniah, but he changed it to Zedekiah. You know, they had this thing over there about changing people's names. Yeah, they wanted to change Daniel's name. They changed the name of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Somehow, they didn't want you to have a name. They took everything you had, but they also need to take your name. Make it sound like somebody in, in, that, that, that's a part of us so they named this young king gave him a new name his name is Zedekiah now the thing you need to know about Zedekiah is Zedekiah was really given no power 
He was really never given any authority. He was just given a title. Any of y'all know that person? <laughs> no, no, no authority, no, no authority, no, 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 no power, just a title. So he was given no, no, no power. He was given no authority. He just gave, gave him a title. A, a title. And, 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 and so here is a 21-year-old king sitting there on the throne with absolutely no power. But, but in spite of the fact that they had been invaded, in spite of the fact that the siege had already started, they had drugged their leaders off into captivity, just like Jeremiah tried to tell them. The thing that confuses us about these people is, although they had taken 10,000 folk away, once the initial shock was over, once that, that happened and the initial shock was over, the people went right back to their rebellious ways. The city is already being seized. People have already been carried away, but they go right back. You see, you would have thought that by now, somebody would have realized that God ain't playing. You would have thought that by now, somebody would have, would have, would have realized, but by now, some, somebody would have just thought, think about that old prophet named Jeremiah. You know, Jeremiah must have known what he was talking about. Seemed like now somebody should have been coming to their senses, but it seemed like instead of getting better, they're getting worse. Somehow, because of the false prophets, you remember me talking about the false prophets next, last week who, who kept telling them, Jeremiah was saying, we're going to be there for 70 years, and they were saying, we're going to be there for two. Yeah, the false prophets were going around telling, well, y'all, it ain't going to be long. Just, just a couple of years, it'll, it'll, it'll be all over with. And so, because they believed the false prophets, they kept right on in their wickedness. Kept doing what there was a false sense of optimism. False sense of op optimism. And, and, and the optimism was that all of this, we got, we're going through right now, but all of this is going to be over after a while. Y'all remember when... I, last, last week I told you Jeremiah wrote a letter to them 10,000 folk that carried away. You remember I told you last week he wrote them a letter? Told me, y'all might well go in and buy some land. <laughs> you remember he wrote them a letter and said, y'all might well buy some land. May as well go, go ahead and, and, and plant some crops. Go ahead and get married because y'all going to be there a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, yeah he, he, he's letting them know. He's letting them know that, that in spite of what anybody else is saying, God's word is going to stand. But. Zedekiah, first of all, he didn't have a backbone, didn't know what he was doing. So he just listened to the people around him and they persuaded him. Zedekiah, we don't have to be putting up with this. These people threatening us. They persuaded him to break his oath with the king of Babylon. Now, the king of Babylon is the one that made him king. But now they, they, they persuade him, you, you ain't got to live by that. You ain't got to. So he break that oath. And what we need to do is make us an alliance with the Egyptian army. Are y'all hearing me? All we have to do is get in, get in line, line up with the Egyptians. And, 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 and the Babylonians, they, they, they are back down because the Egyptians got a mighty army. So all we have to do is line ourselves up with the Egyptians. And, and, and we can have this thing over. Now, now, get this now. These are the same Egyptians that kept them in captivity for over 400 years. But now, 
line up and they're going to help us with our freedom. Are y'all hearing me? Y'all hear me? I just like, that's just like me calling up Ted Cruz and, and Trump and asking them to help me fight racism. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Here, yeah, 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 let's line up. Let's line up with, let's, let's line up now with, 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 with the Egyptians and, and the Babylonians would, would end their siege. And so he did it. He did it. He lined up. He, he, he formed a friendship with the Egyptians. And the Egyptian army moved in and they began to protect them. And they were protecting the city. And it, and it worked for a while. It worked for a while. Matter of fact, the Babylonians, they pulled back for a season. And yeah, when they heard that, that they were aligned with Egypt, they, 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 they pulled back for a little while. So, so now Zedekiah and the people are getting beside themselves. Zedekiah and the people, they, they, they're getting beside themselves because that old preacher Jeremiah was wrong. Are y'all hearing me? All that preaching gloom and doom and telling us about how hard things are going to be, he was all wrong. And we don't have to fear the Babylonians any longer. Jeremiah, in the meantime, kept on trying to tell them what God says. Kept telling them that the Babylonians will ultimately and utterly destroy this city. And, 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 they, and when they come and destroy this city, you're going to be under siege for 70 years. He still didn't change his story. Verse 2, chapter 37, says that Jeremiah kept trying to tell him, but look at what verse 2 says. It says, the king and nobody else was interested in anything that Jeremiah was saying. He tried to tell them. He tried to tell them this thing ain't over yet. God says that the Babylonians were going to invade, carry us away. It ain't over yet. He tried to tell them. Verse 2, they didn't, the king and nobody else was interested in anything Jeremiah said. But although, although Zedekiah didn't want to hear what Jeremiah had to say. Zedekiah wasn't, he wasn't a godly king. He, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't close to God at all. He really didn't care too much about any of that stuff. But, but he knew, although he didn't, he wasn't a godly man, he knew there was something different about Jeremiah. He, 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 he knew that, 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 that that's something. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but, but I, I'm not going to totally discount him. He, he, he knew that there's something strange about him, so he wanted to sort of keep him around. You ever, you ever had folk who, who really don't like you? <laughs> really don't like you, but they really can't afford to let you get too far away from them. They, 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 they don't like you, but, but somehow they just see something that they need in you. So they sort of tolerate you. That's what Zedekiah was. Zedekiah, he really didn't care for Jeremiah, but he, he knew that I can't afford something strange about him. I can't, can't let him, can't let him go. But although Zedekiah didn't want to hear what he had to say, wasn't godly, he wanted him around. As a matter of fact, look at verse 3. Zedekiah sent a messenger in the midst of all that newfound freedom. He sent a messenger to Jeremiah. 
and he says, uh, I want you to go tell Jeremiah that I want him to pray for us. <laughs> I tell, tell him I want him to pray, to pray for the city. He sent, and at that time, Jeremiah was still free. But he sent this message to Jeremiah. I guess he thought he was buttering him up. And, uh, but Jeremiah, in verse 7, look at his response. The Lord, the Lord responded. The Lord said, since, since, since they are talking to you now, and say, have you talking to me on, on their behalf? Let me give you something to tell them. He said, Jeremiah, tell them that it won't be long. It won't be long before Egypt and its army will go home. <laughs> You're depending on them to protect you. You're, you're depending on them to, 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 to keep the enemy at bay. But he says, you go ahead and tell them that, that them both going home. <laughs> Won't be long before they go home. And uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and when they go, Babylon will be right back to finish what they started. Once the Egyptians go back home, once they get back to their home place, the Babylonians will come right back in and they'll start right where they left off. He said, look at verse 9. He says, don't deceive yourselves. What I said will come to pass. And even if you fight the Babylonians, now get this, this is powerful. Even if you fight the Babylonians, even if you fight the Babylonians and overcome them, just a few wounded men that's left are going to rise up and burn this city down. Are y'all hearing me? Even if you fight and you win, the wounded that's left, they'll show up and they're going to burn this city. In other words, what Jeremiah said to them, because God said it. Are y'all hearing me? If God said it, then that's what's going to happen. Now, they're mad at the preacher. They're mad with Jeremiah. And they come up with some false charges, charge him with treason, and throw him in prison for preaching the word of God. But here, here is where I want to get to. Here's where I want to, here's where I want to hang my hat right here. Then the king, Jeremiah's in prison now, been in there for a while. The king Zedekiah. After Jeremiah had been in prison for a while, he sent and had Jeremiah brought to him. And read it, read it. He came in secret, didn't want nobody to know he was talking to Jeremiah. <laughs> sent to the prison and got him out. See, y'all bring him over here. And when they got there, he, he says, y'all going out. I need to talk to him by myself. I need to talk to preacher. I need to talk to this preacher by myself. And uh, when he got Jeremiah by himself and made sure nobody was there listening, he looks at Jeremiah and says, Jeremiah, is there any word? <laughs> is there any word from the Lord? <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Brothers and sisters, It's amazing when, when God turns things around. King didn't want to hear him. Nobody else wanted to hear him. But the king calls him in private. And asks, is there any word 
from the Lord. Now, yeah, yeah. Now here, here's a here's a good place to shout right here. Jeremiah, I love his response. And this is a response that ought to make all of us shout. Is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah merely said, there is. Anybody want to shout? That's a good place right there. You're sitting up in here right now, all kinds of things going on in your mind. You want to know, is there any word from the Lord? I got some good news here. There is. <laughs> Y'all hearing me? Your children running you crazy. You wonder, is there any word from the Lord? I say there is. Laid up all night last night crying, didn't know how to make things work out. You want to know, is there any word from the Lord? I come by to tell you there is. No, no matter what the situation or what the circumstance in life, there's a word from the Lord. But, but, but Jeremiah, Jeremiah in essence says to the king, he says that he is, but in essence he says to the king, king, I got some good news and I got some bad news. <laughs> in essence, yeah, yeah, uh, king, I got some good news and bad news. The good news is that there he is. <laughs> the bad news is it ain't changed. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all hear me? The good news is there is a word, but the bad news is it's just like the last news you heard. God, God has not changed his mind. And anybody up in the house know you can count on that. God will not. Are y'all hearing me? If he said it. <laughs> heard somebody say one day, God said it, I believe it, and that sells it. Well, that sounds good, but the truth of the matter is it don't matter if you believe it or not. If God said it, Sells it. The bad news, Zedekiah, is that God has not changed his mind. You will be overtaken by the Babylonians. Now, now you, you would have thought, and I'm sure the king thought that, you know, if I let him sit out there in that jail long enough, if I let him sit out there long enough and, and then send for him, uh, he'll have some better news for me. <laughs> if I let him sit out there long enough, he'll be so glad to get out that he'll come and he'll say whatever I need him to say. He, he, he knows that he has an opportunity to get appointed to my staff if he says the right thing. Are y'all hearing me? And, and the sad thing, my brothers and my sisters, is that there are too many who are willing to say whatever they need to say. Are y'all hearing me? Whatever you need me to say, I'm willing to say it. Are y'all hearing me? He, he, he sort of thought that Zedekiah would change his mind and say something a little better. But the story did not change. It's interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? Here, here is an unpopular prophet who nobody wants to hear. He's been ostracized, he's been criticized, and now the king wants to talk to him. Now the king wants to hear what he has to say. Is there any word from the Lord? My brothers and sisters, we ought to keep our ears and we ought to keep our hearts open to hear these words from others because whether you realize it or not, 
these words are not as rare as you may think they are. Is there any word from the Lord? Whether you realize it or not, whether you realize it or not, there are those who may not even know who you are. Whether you realize it or not, there are some people that you've never really had a conversation with, but they have watched you long enough to know that there's something different. They don't know your name. They don't know anything about you, but they've watched you long enough to know that there's something different about you. They have watched you long enough to know that I don't know who they are, but they got some kind of connection. Got some kind of connection with God. You've got to understand, my brothers and sisters, you've got to understand yeah, that, 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 that whether you realize it or not, people are really more religious than you think they are. They may not be Christian, but, but, but everybody believes something. They, everybody has some form of, are y'all hearing me? Yeah. What you have got to understand is that in every man, that is a longing. God made us like that. And every man there is a longing, looking for something to, to, to fill up some empty spot. There is a longing. God put that in there. That's how we get saved because God leaves something out and we go around looking, knowing that there's got to be something somewhere that's bigger than I am. Are y'all hearing me? And people are walking around searching, trying to find that something that's bigger than they are. They have a longing. People have a longing to get in touch with something that's bigger than you and I. People are searching for truth and spirituality. No, no, no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and let me say this. Yeah, yeah. People are searching. People are hungry. And right now ain't no time for the people of God to be shucking and jiving. Are y'all hearing me? Now ain't the time. People are on their way to hell. Now ain't the time for somebody to be giving somebody some feel good, make everybody happy message. Are y'all hearing me? It ain't the time to be trying to pipe somebody up on how to get rich quick and all that kind. No, folk are going to hell. They want to know, is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? People are looking for answers. Is there any word? And sooner or later, brothers and sisters, when they get the opportunity, they've been watching you a while. They've been watching you. They, 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 they work with you. They've been working with you a long time. They've been watching you a while. Sooner or later, when they get the opportunity away from everybody else, got you by yourself, once they have satisfied themselves with the fact that you got a connection, once they have satisfied themselves with the fact that, 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 that somehow you know who God is and that somehow you've got a relationship with him, yeah, they're just waiting to the right time. They're going to come to you and they will pose that same question. Is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? We miss a lot of opportunities. I'm trying to make you sensitive to hear because people are asking that all of the time. And we miss opportunities because they don't come to us with church talk. See, when they show up, when they come to you, they ain't going to ask you, is there any word? That's church talk. I'm about no word from the day. They're not coming to you and ask you, is there any word from the Lord? You got to listen close. Yeah. 
Are you hearing me? They're, they're trying to find some answers. You got you to listen close to what it is that they're really asking. They, 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 yeah, yeah, I know my neighbors. My neighbors, they, 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 they watch us leaving for church every Sunday. They, they've been watching us leave for church years and years. And so, so when, when I'm, I'm getting out of my car, my neighbor runs it back during last summer when, when it was so hot for so long. You remember when it was in the 90s and hundreds for about three or four months? They were, I, my neighbor made his way across the street. He came over and says, uh, Preacher, what you think about this heat? What you think about this heat? You know what he was asking me? Is there any word? You got to learn to listen. You, you got to learn to listen. To what, what for? Is there any word from the Lord? My, my neighbor on my right, he, he's a Muslim right now. He, he, he's, he's Muslim. But he, 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 he likes to get in conversations. He asked me the other day, what you think about this political climate? <laughs> you know what he's asking me? Is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? At work, at work. They, they have noticed. They, they have noticed that, that, that you are different. You you don't get in the break room and run people down. You don't gather around the water fountain and get in all the gossip. They've noticed that. And, and, and when they can finally get you to yourself, they'll, they'll come and they'll say, can I talk to you a minute? Can I, can I talk to you a minute? Do you know what they're asking? you know what they want to know? Is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord. You got to learn. You got to get your ears right. You got to be ready for these opportunities. When you leave here on your way home, stop at the grocery store. Somebody going to walk over you and say, you look nice. You like you've been to church. <laughs> you know what they're asking? Is that, are, are y'all hearing me? Is that any word? Is that any word from the Lord? I'm in and out of hospitals in the emergency room all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm just going in and out, going in and out. And people will pick up on the fact who, who and they will, they're there in that suffering condition. They're, yeah, everybody in there got an emergency. That's why they're in there. And, and they'll, they'll see you going from room to room, place to place. They'll stop you and say, can, can I talk to you? Their loved ones laying there, laying there, sick, laying there. They don't know what's about to happen. And they'll say, can I talk to you? Guess what they're asking? Is there any word from the Lord? And sometimes they'll come right out and ask you, what does the Bible say about it? They, they see you carrying your Bible. It's on your desk. They'll come out and ask, what does the Bible? All they want to know is, is there any word from the Lord. And when they ask, brothers and sisters, they ain't asking for your opinion. Are y'all hearing me? When they ask, they don't care nothing about your philosophy. They got one thing in mind. Is there any word? Is there any word from the Lord? Oh, my brothers and my, my sisters, people are more curious than you think. They, 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 they are more curious than you think. And when they pose the question, 
when they call you in like they call in Jeremiah, even in secret, when they pose a question, you ought to be able to answer. Just like Jeremiah, you ought to be able to answer with a resounding yes. There is. Are y'all hearing me? When they come, when they finally get to you, when they finally get to yourself, ask the question, you ought to be able to say, there is. That's why. That's why you have to study. That's why you have to come to study. Okay, I got it written down. They're going to get quiet right there. <laughs> That's why you have to come to study, to, to show yourself approved under God, a workman that need not be ashamed. You see, if they're out there in a dying world, out there in a cruel world, and they come to you asking you, is there any word? And you can't tell them, you ought to be ashamed. They come to you heavy-hearted and, and, and burdened down and asking you, is there any word from the Lord if you can't come up with a word for them? Then you need to be ashamed. That's why you have to study. When they ask you, you ought to be equipped to tell them, there is. Somebody coming up to you who's struggling with that confidence and lacking confidence and coming up to you and want to know is there any word for the Lord you ought to be able to say there is I can do all things are y'all hearing me is there any word from the Lord yes I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me to those who are lonely yeah those who are lonely those who feel like they're all alone in the world you ought to be able to tell them yes there is a word from the Lord lo I am with you always even until the end are y'all hearing me yeah you ought to be able to tell them that yeah I will never leave you nor will I are y'all hearing me to those who are burdened down with sorrow, those uh, who are crying all night long, uh, you ought to be able to tell them there is a word from the Lord. Your weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Somebody struggling, trying to make ends meet. They come to you asking you, is that a word from the Lord? You ought to say, yes, there is. My God will supply all of my needs. According to his riches, are y'all hearing me? Somebody struggling with guilt and shame, you ought to be able to tell them, yes, there is a word from the Lord. For we have not an high priest that cannot be touched with the feeling of our in. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody who has been overtaken in a fault, is there any word from the Lord? You ought to be able to tell them, yes, if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead thou shall be saved somebody who is struggling right now who have been overtaken in fault yeah is there any word from the Lord yes if, yeah, 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 yeah. if thou will confess your sin then he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us of all un- are y'all hearing me even if somebody is on their way to hell you ought to say yes there is a word from the Lord Are y'all hearing me? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Is there any word from the Lord? I'm lost on my way to hell. Is there any way, any word? Oh, yes. uh, Here's the word from the Lord. He died. He died 
died for your sins. He died for my. There is a word from the Lord. Yeah, buried him in a borrowed tomb. There is a word from the Lord. But thank God for this word. He got up. He got up early Sunday morning. With all power in his hand, there is. There is a word from the Lord. Is there any word the world wants to know? The world wants to know. Don't you fool yourself. They're out there cutting up and doing everything they're big enough to do, but down inside, they they really want to know. Is there any word from the Lord? Children of God, we've got to equip ourselves so that we can say to them, there is. Believe it or not, the world is hungry. The world is hungry for living bread. It's up to you and me to lift the Savior up for them to see.